Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources for a Monday. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And we invited you early on. We always end the show with see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. And uh, we're going to invite you to engage all week long this week uh, as you do that every day. It, it really is a way of being. Uh, and we're going to invite you to do that. We've got a, a new Facebook page uh, at KSL Inside Sources or on Instagram, same at KSL Inside Sources. Uh, if you see something that inspires, if you say something or hear something or read something that uplifts, and if you do something or receive uh, some service from someone who made a difference for you, make sure you uh, go and post that on either Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we had uh, Melissa uh, posted something on uh uh, on our Facebook page that I just want to share is just a, a great example. Uh, Melissa said, today when I picked up my teens grab-and-go at their charter school in Springville, I noticed a bunch of hearts on the door of the school telling administrators and teachers thank you for all the hard work that's being put into their education. And uh, so we uh, appreciate Melissa sharing that. That was at the uh, Merritt uh, Preparatory Academy in Springville. And I appreciate her uh, sharing that with us today because uh, I'm telling you, if you can get into the habit of doing that every day, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, do something that makes a difference, it will make a difference. Uh, and we want to share that and pass that along. So make sure you go to our Facebook page, Inside Sources, uh, KSL Inside Sources, or on Instagram as well. Uh, over the weekend, the Desert News did a, a special section on the coronavirus, faces of the coronavirus, and I just had some beautiful photography there. You can see it online as well. And I got to write a little something for the uh, for the back uh, in terms of where we are uh, in this coronavirus and uh, the challenges that we're all facing here. And to me, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. I think we're just kind of in the, the middle of the middle right now. And uh, while the coronavirus has uh, stopped the global economy, it's emptied the school hallways, it's quieted the shopping malls. Uh, the thing that kills me the most is the stadiums are just silent and quiet and that especially in the spring you know it's just uh you think of all the high school sports and all of those things and but baseball baseball is one of those things where there's always a good lesson to be learned and so while today our empty stadiums seem to be aching uh there's there's always an echo if you've ever been in an empty baseball stadium uh it is a magical place uh, in fact i even had the chance to go to uh the field of dreams the actual field of dreams i was in uh, iowa one time and got to uh, drive on through there and magical magical place but if you sit in an empty stadium uh, you can still smell that freshly cut grass you can hear the the call of the the hot dog vendor you can sense that crack of the bat 
uh, on a big hit. You can experience the roar of the crowd. And you can imagine that greatest play of all in baseball, the play at the plate. Everyone loves a play at the plate. The unspoken and uniting focus of every fan, the whole stadium comes together on the question, will the catcher make the tag for an out or will the runner be safe at home? Think about that. Safe at home. We've been hearing a lot about safe at home lately. Uh, And I think there's a lot more to it. It's a lot more than just hunkering down and doing nothing. Uh, And baseball, as always, uh, illustrates that safe at home is actually the best path forward for us in the short term. Uh, So I want you to to join me on just a a little excursion here. Uh, Sit with me in the uh, silent baseball stadium for a moment. Uh, And, of course, you should do that three seats and uh, six feet away, please. Uh, But let me just tell you a story uh, of an extraordinary moment in time that really has a lesson for our time in it. So so there was this old legend uh, that uh, this old surly manager, Sparky, hometown team, he loved to mentally challenge his players, and he'd always do it at the most inopportune times. And he did that on a night, championship night. And Sparky, the old manager, decided to test his all-star third baseman, Ron. So Ron was the MVP of the league, best third baseman in the game, maybe the best third baseman of all time. And Ron had never played any position other than third base from the time he was in Little League. So here it is, championship night, crowds whipped into a frenzy. They're ready to play ball. They're out there on the field. But before the pitcher can throw the first pitch, the manager, Sparky, calls timeout and heads right over to third base and Ron. He looks uh, Ron in the eyes and he growls, I'm switching you to first base tonight. Championship game. Ron responds, I've never played first base. I never played anything but third base. He says, well, it's your lucky night. Now get over there and we got to win a game. So a very hesitant Ron switches from third base and moves over to first base. The pitcher sets, throws the pitch. The batter hits a screaming ground ball that bounces right at Ron's head, but knocks him flat. A little stunned, Ron pops up, but he's thinking like a third baseman. He looks and he sees the runner is running at him. Now, of course, all Ron had to do was just step on the base and the runner would have been out. But he's not thinking like a first baseman. He's a third baseman. And when he saw the runner running towards him, he did what any good third baseman would do. He started running at the runner. Now the runner's confused. He sees Ron come charging at him, and so he spins around and starts running back towards home. Uh, The crowd is howling. Everybody's yelling and jeering. Now everybody's confused, so there's this little game of hot box going on. Uh, Finally, the runner, out of desperation, turns, runs back towards home, and slides in. The catcher applies the tag. The umpire yells, you're out. And the catcher looks up with this grin and says, so what would you have called had he been safe? And, of course, the reality is there was no way for the runner to be safe because he hadn't gone around the bases the way he needed to. You have to go to first, then you have to go to second, then you have to go to third. Then you can go home, and it counts. And the same thing is true when it comes to how we're dealing with the coronavirus. President Trump laid out a three-phase plan pattern for the states to adapt and follow as they need and as their circumstances provide. Uh, So we all need to do that. 
Uh, as a nation, we can't jump from stay at home to full engagement any more than a baseball player can run directly from first to home and have it count. It's not safe. Doesn't work. You don't get any points for that. So we have to do this in order. And so we need to, to step back a little bit and think through what is it that we need to do? And then what is the right order to do that? And if we do that, then we can learn the real test from baseball. Safe at home happens when we go through the process the right way. And that's what we need to do as a society. And if we do that, uh, then we can get to the, to the right space uh, in terms of that. In fact, uh, James Earl Jones gave us the uh, ultimate in what baseball can teach us. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. All that is good and can be good again, but we got to do this properly. So as we round the COVID-19 bases, let's do them in order, let's do them properly, and then we can all make it safe at home. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.